Welcome to the Beauty in the Network podcast. I'm your host, Jasmine Jones, marketing and strategy coach to beauty pros and creative service-based business owners that are ready to ditch the hustle. I went from struggling solo bridal beauty artists to managing a agency of 17 bridal hair and makeup artists that services four states. Tune in to learn how to start, scale, and maintain a sustainable business that does not require the hustle. Learn from myself and other industry experts of how we created our dream businesses and how you can start stepping into the truest version of your own CEO self. Let's go. Hey friends, welcome back to the podcast. It is your host, Jasmine Jones. And today I am going to be talking all about CRM systems, getting your back end a little bit organized with some strategy as well. And I'm also going to be talking about my favorite CRM system, HoneyBook. Now, this is a older episode and the audio is not really that great as it was one of my very first podcast episodes. So you have been warned. But what I want to let you know is that over in the show notes, once you are done tuning into this episode and taking all of your notes, there is going to be a free week trial link where you can test out HoneyBook for yourself. And if you choose to actually take HoneyBook as your main CRM system for your business, you actually get 50% off for the entire first year. And I have a free workshop that is all about how I utilize HoneyBook in a visual mapped out process that you can see over on my YouTube channel. So those are some goodies for you that you can check out after you tune into today's episode. So I'll let you go ahead and tune on into the fun. Bye friend. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast, guys. I'm super excited because I'm going to be talking a little bit about your email sales process. Guys, this is something that I feel like a lot of people don't really talk about because this is something that happens on the back end. You really can't uh, duplicate somebody's emails, right? You really have to know what your brand stands for and know the services that you're offering, the types of clients that you want to be working with in order to really craft a you know, really strong email sales process on the back end that communicates with somebody once they say, hey, I'm interested in your services, all the way up into booking that client. So I'm going to be telling you a little bit about why I think it is important for you to have a email sales process, along with three key components that's really going to help you elevate your sales process tremendously. So before I get into that, let me talk about your email sales process just a little bit more. So when it comes to your email sales process, like I said, I feel like a lot of people don't really talk about it because it's not really something that a lot of people can see, right? We can always go on somebody's website. We can see somebody's website layout is so pretty, so gorgeous. And then you go to their Instagram and like their feed is so pretty. All of the amazing pictures, all of the, you know, cuteness, you know, the highlights are like popping, the guides are popping and you go to their captions, captions are popping. And then a client is like, oh my gosh, I really want to work with this person. And then they send you a message and they're like, hey, are you available for my date? And you're just kind of like, oh, snap. What do I say? 
<laughs> right? We're like, I don't know what to say. Like, do you have a mapped out process of what you say in your welcome email? What you say if somebody ghosts you? How to create a effective, uh, you know, follow up sequence? What emails you send when somebody actually does decide to book you, right? These are all things that we need to be thinking about, right? This is a part of your email sales process. The same way that you have a marketing strategy that you use for social media, say your Instagram, you use your content to sell your services for you. But if a client actually goes to your Instagram, and they're excited and they're like, oh my gosh, I definitely want to work with her. And then they reach out to you and you haven't, you know, thinking, you know, far enough down the path to say, okay, well, what is email one going to say? Email two, maybe what is follow up email one going to say? Follow up email two, follow up email three. This is where it comes into templates. And this is where like my nerdiness comes out because the systems on your back end matter. The systems matter. This is the built-in sustainability because I can promise you right now, if you are spending over like 30 minutes a day, over an hour a day, over two hours a day, just doing your emails, I promise you with some of these tips, you are going to be able to shorten that. So the tips that I am going to give you, I am just going to let you know right now, I do utilize a CRM system in my business. CRM system stands for a client retention management tool, right? So think about um, if you went to cosmetology school or if you work in a salon, you want to know what your client retention is, right? And the way that you retain your clients is by making sure that you have a, you know, uh, I, I don't, I, I want to say spreadsheet for some reason. It's not a spreadsheet, but you want to have a way that you can have all of your details laid out to see where people are and what process, what people have booked, what people are new leads. And that's what HoneyBook is, but it does a ton more than that. Um, it allows me to have contact forms, which I'm going to actually talk about in tip number one, um, a pipeline that you can customize, which helps you when it comes to um, mapping out your actual process. I'm going to talk about that as well, um, as well as sending out branded materials like branded brochures, contracts. It helps me collect payments, so many things. But I actually had HoneyBook for about two years prior to actually, um, you know, signing up for their paid uh, monthly subscription because I had no clue what HoneyBook actually did and I was only using it for collaborations. So there's like a little directory on there. Say you're in California and you want to connect with, you know, California wedding planners. You can go in there, type in California wedding planners videographers, venues, uh, you know, photographers, whatever it is, you can type it in and you will see everyone that's in the California area. And you as a professional, you can reach out and send them a message and say, hey, I just found you through HoneyBook. I want to collaborate and connect, whatever it is. That is what I was using HoneyBook for. I did not know that it offered, you know, systems and automation and all of the things that really helped me gain back my free time as a professional and a bridal beauty team owner. So with that being said, let me go ahead and jump right on into these tips. So tip number one is going to be you need to have a way 
to qualify your leads, friend. Qualifying your leads literally has changed the game. So I talk a lot about sustainability and why it is so important. And it's because I was not living in a sustainable way. I was just trying to take any kind of lead, any kind of booking, any kind of client that came my way that said that they were going to pay me. And what I actually ended up doing was I was working so much. I was working so much and my prices did not make sense because I was not looking at what my expenses were and, you know, how many clients I actually needed to take. This is something that I do talk about in my programs because it is so important for you to actually know what number you're aiming for, like how many clients you want to be booking, uh, you know, per month or per quarter or per year, because that's going to help you when it comes to your qualifying process, right? So a few things that I know in my qualifying process is one, I know that I have a minimum. My team and I, we have a service minimum. Now, I was talking in my Instagram stories a little bit earlier today about how, you know, there's so many Facebook groups out there and, you know, so many opinionated artists, um, as I have an opinion as well. And I'm going to tell you what I tell my private clients. Take my advice or throw it in trash. It's completely up to you. But when it comes to, you know, having a service minimum, I feel like a lot of people get kind of like trash talked for having a minimum. And they're like, oh, I take, you know, whoever comes to me and I take single bookings, I take small bookings, I take big bookings, I take them all. Personally, for me, I take larger bookings because I do have a team. I have a team and I want to utilize my team. If I am working by myself, if, if it's a solo party, I know how many uh, clients I can take on personally. Personally, for myself, I take on about six or seven. I can do a little bit more, but if I'm being honest, I don't really want to do a lot. <laughs> I really don't want to do a lot. I just want to have like six or seven, and then, you know, I'll kind of like go on with my day, right? So me knowing that, I know that my service minimum for certain days is at least $850. If I am not making more than $850 and I'm working on a Friday or a Saturday, to me, it is not worth it because I want to only work a few days a month. Yes, a few days a month. And I'm able to do that because I price myself accordingly. And I have a qualifying process for my clients. So that means I can work less and make more money. If you made $8.50, um, you know, all of the Saturdays or all of the Fridays of the month, that's like almost $4,000, right? That's almost $4,000, right? And that's my own personal minimum. Even if I have a bride who says like, oh, hey, well, I really want to, you know, use you, but it's only me. Um, but I see that you have a service minimum. I have told brides like, hey, I totally respect, you know, you asking, but this is my service minimum. Um, I can stay a little bit longer for some touch-ups or whatever it is. And I have brides that say, okay, that's cool. And they still pay my service minimum. If they want to work with you, they are going to work with you. If you have policies and standards of what it takes for somebody to work with you, if they want to work with you, they will abide by your policies and your standards. Do not apologize for your worth. Do not apologize for your value because you are the prize. You are the talent. You are the one that they want to be working with, right? So 
Felt like I just had to say that. So when it comes to how I qualify someone, um, I have a couple of things on my contact form. Now, my contact form is through HoneyBook. Um, you are actually able to make a ton of contact forms um, if you have like multiple pages on your website. So the sky's the limit with that. But a couple of things that I love to have on my contact form are location. I service four states. I service North and South Carolina, Tennessee, and Georgia. So I need to know where you are getting married, right? So I have a location. I also have the date. The date is important, obviously. And I have um, the number of services that are needed. So the number of hair services that are needed and the number of uh, makeup services that are needed. So when I read this, I can see, okay, it's in this location. Do I have an artist available? Or can I take this booking myself? Uh, how many people are there? Um, because, like I said, since we do have a minimum, if I see that it's a, a, a solo booking, I'm probably going to refer them to somebody else. And me referring them to somebody else, I am leaving open calendar space for any bride that has that date because the last thing that you want to do, or I, I won't say the last thing that you want to do, but things that I have done in the past is I would, you know, book a bride and it's just a bride. She's only getting hair done. Let's say that. So I have a bride who's only getting hair done and she's getting married on a Saturday. And then, you know, three weeks from now, I get a bride who's getting married on that same day. And it's like, you know, five hair services and three makeup services. That is going to make you very mad. Um, and if you have, you know, certain policies where if it's a single booking, you have to get married uh, or you have to have services done within like a certain time period. I also have, you know, what's the estimated time frame that services are going to need to be done because I also have, you know, different factors that go in like early start time fees and things like that. So first thing is I qualify them. So once I qualify them and I see that their information has gone through um, our, our little system, also when it comes to the CRM system contact form, you are able to use this and plug it in on your website. Or if you do not have a website, you are able to just use that contact form and just link it. So even if you say, you know, like use the link in my bio, say if you're on Instagram, say like use the link in my bio, it can take someone right to your contact form that's attached to HoneyBook. You don't necessarily have to have a website in order to connect that. So that's just a little tip that I wanted to say. So I qualify them. So once I qualify them, um, I'm able to see, okay, like, is this a bride that I really want to work with? Or is this somebody that I'm going to refer out to somebody else? So that is number one, figure out what details you specifically need in order to qualify somebody. Like I said, my team and I, we service four different states. So what I need to qualify somebody is, might look a little bit different from what you need to qualify someone. But those are like the basic details when it comes to bridal, um, unless you have a, a salon studio or like a suite. Um, you probably don't care because they're probably going to come to you. Um, so that is tip number one. Tip number two is effective communication, my friends. And this is the biggest one right here because I've heard um, a couple of times from artists who have amazing, like amazing, talented work, talented hairstyling abilities, talented makeup application skills, and they are charging like 
not livable wages. Um, so they're charging not livable wages and I, you know, I would connect with some of them, um, you know, if we're in a conversation and I'm like, well, what's stopping you from raising your prices? And it's like, oh, well, I tried it before, but no one booked me or I tried it before and, um, you know, it just didn't work. Let me tell you, you're going to have to test out your pricing a good couple of times because when you raise your prices, you also need to elevate a couple of things on the back end as well to match that value that you're putting out, like a branded experience. I talk a lot about this um, in um, a, a masterclass that I have coming up, but you want to have a branded experience. If you are charging, um, just as an example, so I charge $175 for makeup just for the bride, $175 just for makeup, just for the bride. I do hair as well, but just to kind of give you an example, that is what I charge for makeup. Um, just my regular rate for makeup is one twenty five currently. Um, I just did headshots for one of my photographer friends, and it was one twenty five for just makeup, right? So, and and she literally lives like right down the street. So, I was able to you know raise my prices not just by you know sending out a brochure with a new price point on it, but I made sure that the material that I send out spoke to the types of clients that I'm trying to attract. If you have a high end price point, nine times out of 10, the people that are willing to spend a high end price point, they like quality. They like detail. They like things mapped out in a certain way because they don't mind paying for an experience. They don't mind paying for the value. Think about how you make your buying decision. If something was $125 or a hundred or whatever, you know, whatever your prices are, if it was that price point, what details would you need to know? What would you want to see? How would you want to experience that, right? And that is how we communicate our value. We can do that through a video. Um, I do have, um, just to kind of let you guys know, I do have a couple of um, videos that are in my sales process because I like an experience. And that experience backs our prices up. We aren't we aren't the cheapest and we aren't the most expensive, but we are going to be raising our prices um, going into the next quarter. But your communication is so important because if you cannot effectively communicate to a potential client why you are the best fit for what it is that they are looking for, how you can service them through the unique selling point that you offer. Everyone has their own unique selling point. Like for example, my unique selling point is I am very type A. I am Instagram one, wing two. I'm a Scorpio. I like to be in control. Um, and I like things to be done in a certain way. So I'm very type A only when it comes to my business. Please do not think that I am like an organization freak. I am far from that, but I'm only organized when it comes to my business. But I attract a lot of brides, like I say, who are very into detail, who are into all of the small details, who like things to be laid out and very intentional and very strategic. This is why 
like over like over 50% of our brides have the same job title. They are lawyers, they are attorneys, they are nurses, they are teachers, or they are their own entrepreneurs. Literally every single bride that we work with, they have that background. That is what they do. And that is because they like detail. They like attention to detail. They like organization. And I attract a lot of brides who like that as well. So Whatever your special unique selling point is, if you are amazing at, you know, um, giving someone like a show, like if you're amazing in like graphic design and detail, um, or if you're amazing at video, you're good at entertaining, use that use that because you are going to attract the same kind of people that you want to work with but it is also important that you show your personality and you show like hey this is who you're going to be working with hey it's me like hey this is what we're about over here this is our vibe this is what's important to us right because if they do not understand what it is that you are providing to them they're going to go on to your competition so effective communication is so important especially when it comes to um, your contact form. If you have like, if you have a website and you kind of like have a contact page, um, I just like to give a quick little rundown of, you know, the types of brides that I'm looking for leading up to my contact page. Um, also, when my contact page is submitted, um, I have a little private backend page that pops up that tells them a little bit more about what they can expect next. So guys, your sales process is the most important thing ever but it's so underrated I feel like because a lot of people don't really like to put out all the bells and whistles when it comes to their their email sales process but that is where the money is that is where the money is <laughs> that's where the money resides um <laughs> so that is just a little key point that I wanted to share with you. But yes, you need to make sure that in your, uh, your, your email sales process that all communication is very clear and straight to the point so that when your dream clients land there, they're like, oh my gosh, she's in my head. She understands me. She knows exactly what I'm looking for. I need to work with her, right? So that is tip number two. Tip number three is actually having a process that you are taking your clients to. Now, I mentioned a little bit about how I was doing a masterclass. Um, in this masterclass, I give you a, a, a deeper rundown of the three main emails that you can start creating in your business for a scalable backend, right? For a scalable backend experience. But when it comes to your process, if you do not already have a process mapped out of what happens at stage one when somebody books you, all of the things that happen in the middle and then what happens at the very end. So like say after you're done with their wedding, maybe you send out like a uh, a review, uh, a, like a review request or like a survey, whatever it is, this is your business, you run the ship how you want to run it. But you need to at least have a process in mind of how you're going to guide them through your experience. Because at the end of the day, we are doing more than just providing hair and makeup on location or in our studio or in our suite, right? And if we are not actually creating a process for our brides to go through, 
there's no experience <laughs> other than like, okay, you're booked. And then like, okay, let me go do your makeup. I mean, that's cool too. But if you want to have like an actual like branded business, like a company, maybe you want to hire on additional staff. Maybe you want to have like associate stylist, whatever it is, you can create it however you want. But you need to have some kind of process because this is going to help you when it comes to your email communication, right? If you can tell somebody, hey, I have a two-step process, I have a four-step process, I have a three-step process of what we take our brides through, this is what happens at step one, this is what happens at two and three and, and so on, right? If somebody cannot, you know, effectively understand what it is that you are trying to explain they're not going to get it and sometimes we feel like we need to use you know big words and you know all of the fancy words and all of the fanciness in order to explain things because that's what we were taught in school like oh let me use all the big words <laughs> in this essay you know and you know we need to meet our clients where they are at and if they do not understand the lingo that we're trying to say they're going to read it and it's going to be foreign to them they do not understand what a peptide is they do not understand what aminos are they don't understand what the cuticle <laughs> they don't know they just want their hair to be shiny they just want their skin to be smooth than radiant right if we do not know how to effectively explain for somebody who is not in our industry what process we are taking them through they are going to go to somebody who can right they're going to go to somebody who can explain it right so simplify it simplify it and when you are communicating what it is that you are actually offering them aside from just you know providing hair and makeup because when we work with brides that service it, it involves us to plan out their details if you do timelines like myself you need details in order to help them create their timeline you need to know when they're going to be getting ready where they're going to be getting ready uh, the time frame that they need to be done by and you need to factor in all of these things. You are, you know, driving. If you're mobile, you're driving there. You might have to, you know, do like some, some parking on the resort. You are planning out all of these details. And we need to make sure that we are charging for what it is that we are doing, right? And sometimes we feel bad like, oh, well, I don't charge for this and I don't charge for that and I don't charge for this. Why not? Are you not worth it? Make sure you are charging accordingly and pricing yourself at a sustainable rate. Think about everything that you are doing as a business owner, right? Not just an artist that does, you know, the hair and makeup, but a business owner. We have to think about our expenses. We have to think about our website, our marketing materials, our uh, car insurance, if you're mobile, our gas, if you're mobile. All of these things matter, all of these things matter. And when you start to price yourself accordingly and make like and you don't feel bad for charging your worth, that is when you truly start to get clients that appreciate what it is that you have to offer. And if you're like, well, girl, I'm in a small town, like we don't have people out here that that appreciates that. Girl, I promise you, yes, it is. You just haven't put yourself out in front of enough people that will appreciate it. Um, also, the like lawn care people are at my apartments so hopefully you're not hear it in the background but 
having a mapped out process is definitely going to help you because now you can tell somebody, hey, this is the process that I'm going to take you through as my client. Now that makes you look like the expert. And they're like, oh my gosh, like nobody else, you know, mentioned this. Nobody else said this. And you instantly look like the professional. You instantly look like the person that is like, oh, okay, well, yeah, she does charge a little bit more, but I see why, right? So those are some key components. Those are the main three components that I wanted to tell you about when it comes to actually utilizing a effective email sales process in your business. These are going to be tips that are going to be perfect um, if you're in the bride of beauty world or if you're not in the bride of beauty world. It's going to be helpful for any kind of creative-based business. So those are the tips for you. If you got any kind of value from today's episode, feel free to send me a message letting me know (laughs) what you enjoyed from today's episode. Um, But yeah, I'm going to go ahead and end today's episode because there's like a swarm of like lawnmowers outside (laughs) so i'm gonna go ahead let you guys enjoy the rest of your day but yeah let me know was anything that i mentioned today helpful for you Hey, thank you so much for tuning in today's episode, and I'm so excited for you to learn all about HoneyBook. I have a free training for you that you can actually watch over on my YouTube page that you can find right now in the link in my show notes. Now, if you are new to HoneyBook or any kind of CRM systems, this is a friendly introduction to show you how I actually utilize their booking brochures, all of the fun things, automation, and really allowing myself to take my more and more out of the business. So go ahead to my show notes and make sure that you follow me over on Instagram and start watching my free training right now. Bye friends.